1: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Shut up. Shut up.
0: Shut up. Shut Stick to Welcome to the Mind Your Own podcast with Aaron Sorensen and Sasha Durkin.
1: Where we stick to sports, except when we're not. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Own Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Sasha. And I think you summed this up really well before we walked in here. I'm not even going to ask how you are, but what <laughs> is going on? What the is going on? What is going on? I, I want to just start by saying with this show that... When you listen to this, I have no idea what will have happened. You won't have any idea what will have happened. Uh, The Big Ten may have voted. The Big Ten may not have voted. There may be an announcement. There may not be an announcement. Uh, I could not begin to tell you what will or will not happen. In the next 12 hours. Even. yeah I mean by the time you're listening to this literally anything and everything and also nothing at all is possible <laughs> so I just want to preface that that we're not going to I think we're going to speak more generally where it should mm-hmm. be relevant to you no matter when you choose to listen to this so don't leave if you are yeah. somebody who's listening to this days afterward I encourage you to stick around I tweeted yet literally yesterday and just said I so see to see sum tweet. this all up
0: either all 14 teams will play not all 14 teams will play no no teams will play. You may not. You may hear something. You may not hear something. But at least give it three and a half seconds, hours, minutes, weeks, and or months, mm-hmm. and then you'll know something. Yep.
1: There is a, and I have to give him credit, Derek Peterson. He mm-hmm. is our one of our staff writers for Hill Varsity. He also hosts the Varsity Club podcast, which I encourage you to also listen to he tweeted this one clip from the office where Dwight Schrute is talking about the timeline of something and uh, mm-hmm. Jim is grilling him on it and he I had used that at, on TikTok at the beginning of everything with COVID-19 around like how long quarantine would last yeah oh, Derek man, used man. it as an example of the Big Ten making decisions and it yeah. was just really really perfect he yeah. did a fantastic job with crafting that tweet because it feels very, very much like what's happening.
0: I feel like we're like living in that meme where everything is on fire around us and everyone's just like, this is fine.
1: Oh, good news. Uh, (laughs) If you're a Funko pop collector, the little like figurines, they have those available for pre-order in December. They're actually going to turn the little, this is fine fire dog into a Funko pop, which I'm anyone would like to donate
0: two of those. To yes. us here at Mind Your Own, we would gladly <laughs> accept them.
1: If, if you work for Funko Pop or have an in to get one sooner than December, you can email us at podcast at halevarsity.com. I'm only semi-joking. Um, yeah, this... I, I've said this now almost every week mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: since even prior to the existence of this podcast, Mm -hmm. I am ready to be let off of this roller coaster. I wake up every day and assume that it can't get crazier and it does. Mm -hmm. And it's just exhausting. It is exhausting. I don't know how to report on anything to anyone Mm -hmm. because let's just take a quick recap, of the last few days, and we're not even we're not even gonna we're go, not even going to
0: the beginning. No,
1: because at this point, if you don't know that there's this thing called Google.com, yes, give it a go. Um, where we're at now, actually, you can go to hillversity.com. Look at that. There don't, you go. Don't even go to Google. Go to hailvarsity.com and just look at our coverage. Uh, but anyway, over the last few days, and speaking of which, I'm gonna go to varsity.com and pull up the story and sort of recaps whatever <laughs> happened. So. Tuesday morning, Ted Carter, University of Nebraska President Ted Carter, mm-hmm. was at a press conference in Lincoln for the next phase of the N- National Strategic Research Research Institute. I can't say <laughs> all of these words. Anyway, he was at this press conference, and prior to it, he was speaking with a man named Bob Hinson. He's the National Strategic Research – or, excuse me, he's the director of the National Strategic Research Institute. So – they were having this press conference prior to the beginning. They were talking at the podium. Here's the thing. Most mics are hot. Yep. And some people very quickly realized that the conversation the two of them were having was about Big Ten football. What mm-hmm. Ted Carter said was, we're getting ready to announce the Huskers and Big Ten football tonight. Bob Hinson looks at him and says, oh, really? I heard that that was happening. And Carter responded by saying, well, I should say Bob Hinson made a joke about, well, maybe this will get football off of your plate. Ted Carter then responds, I don't think that will ever happen. (laughs) But this is a good move in the right direction. Right. So. (laughs) Then the internet
0: exploded.
1: Yes. And there's actually a video, which I have to give him the... uh, there's a reporter for KLKN who has been who was at this mm-hmm. this press conference and he he filmed Ted Carter looking at his phone after he sat down. Yeah. And you can kind of see the realization of Oh, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. So he puts his phone down because that's what you do. You just put it down and you move on.
0: Hope someone steals it.
1: (laughs) So afterwards, this reporter from KLKN, he asked him about that. And Mm -hmm. there's really nothing you can say at that point. If you're Ted Carter, you can't say, Oh, I, I, that shouldn't have been heard because you're essentially admitting at that point that, that that's true. That was true. Mm -hmm. So essentially he says it was taken out of context he the work is just going on and he's cautiously optimistic right which how else do you handle that though like i think that that i mean he had to be just absolutely mortified to be honest with you because there are people who think for the record we have said this before not everything is a conspiracy theory not everything (sighs) is like something to dive into and Mm -hmm. all of these people on twitter that are doing this Stop. He just, he did not realize the the microphone was hot. He
0: knew he did this on purpose. This is how do you stick it to Warren. This is how you stick it to the Big Ten. Give give Nebraska the Big Ten title because they're the ones who single-handedly brought back football. Knock it off.
1: Walk me through (laughs) what benefit this is for him to go and say that. Who is he sticking it to? Because now, if that's the case, we already know that the Big Ten is frustrated that leaks right. have been coming out of these meetings. You think that they're, like, super jacked up about this? Right. That they're not, like,
0: having a party. No, they're
1: not. There are not. no
0: balloons and cake.
1: Now, I also don't think that suddenly, like, Northwestern is going to vote against this just to stick it to Nebraska, which I've also seen some people oh, say. really? I, I don't think any – I think – I not everything is a conspiracy theory. Please just know that I had tweeted as someone who has attended Monday press conferences at Nebraska for a long time. Mm -hmm. I can offer one piece of advice. The mics are always, and I mean, always hot. Some people interpreted that, that tweet as me saying that he knew. No, 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 no. no. I'm saying you just always have to know the mics are hot.
0: Right. And if you don't, if you don't know that a mic is hot, assume that it is always assume,
1: always assume because that's like,
0: Broadcasting 101, Mm -hmm. by the way, for anyone who was wondering what the first rule is.
1: I mean, so the room that we're sitting in right now has, uh, well, a series of microphones in it. The moment you walk in, just always assume that these microphones are on. Yes. Because, for the record, it has happened in the past. So there are times where um, you just have to be careful. One time... I started talking about something at the end of a podcast I recorded and it, there wasn't anything bad. It was just about schedules and things that we were doing for Hill varsity. And I thought like, you know, maybe I should have waited until that was cut because I don't know, like nothing I said was like bad, but like, you know what I mean? You just like, does somebody really need to know like our plans and schedules? If like that were to happen to get out to anyone, Mm -hmm. it's just, you have to be, you have to be mindful that, a microphone, if it's there, right, probably Just recording. assume that it's Just on. assume. So I don't think he did that intentionally. If, no. If, trust me, I have sat in so many press conferences at Nebraska, and here, here's some insider information <laughs> for you all. If you're ever wondering where the sound comes from in those rooms, because if you tune into in huskers.com, on a Monday morning Mm -hmm. and you wonder like, I'm listening, I can hear all these people, this chatter when the stream is going, but it's like a blank screen. The microphones are in the ceiling. Yeah. So what is picking up is the microphones that are all around so that it can pick up when we're asking questions. That's what's happening. So if you're sitting there having a conversation about, Oh, this, this thing is going to happen or this, this kid is going to commit or this thing. Everyone Everyone is listening. You you. have this conversation. I have had people message me and ask, Hey, was that your voice I just heard? Yeah. And it's kind of a little creepy. So you just have to be aware. Here's the other thing too, like in
0: a different circumstance, like there have been times when as a producer, I have forgotten to turn a microphone down. Yeah. So you can hear like conversation in between, like on a commercial break. That's what happened then. Like it's not like we said, not everything is conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. Stuff happens People have conversations not thinking about what is around going on around them. You're just talking to a friend or a colleague or something and something like this happens like it's literally as simple as it is.
1: It it, it does just happen. Now the reason that this all gets, more confusing so to give you like just a little bit and i'm not using you sasha i'm using you the (laughs) listener if you just want some additional context so here is why ted carter's comments struck such a nerve outside of just in general Mm -hmm. uh the big 10 according to multiple multiple reports eight of the presidents and chancellors met Saturday. They listened to a medical presentation. Felt good enough about that 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 ultimately went to the presidents and chancellors from all 14 institutions. Not I, I shouldn't say not all presidents and chancellors. This is something that we ran into in week one. This right. chancellor's president's committee group for the Big Ten is made up of some presidents, some chancellors, but at least one from every university. So every all 14 institutions are represented. So they met Sunday and heard presentations on medical, scheduling, and television. They felt good about it. That was the reports. Everything sounded good. It right. sounded optimistic. It sounded like people felt positive about what they had heard, right. especially with the potential of rapid testing, right. which conveniently Nebraska announced that they have access to last week. Right. So all of this... But it did not result in a vote. Right. So since then, what has happened is everyone is waiting every single day for something. This vote in subsequent announcement. Mm -hmm. So that is why Ted Carter's comment struck such a nerve, because people were thinking that vote was Sunday. Right. Then they started thinking it was Monday. Right. Now it's Tuesday. Because I
0: thought, wasn't Friday there an announcement that within the next 72 hours, there would be a vote of some kind? I know that uh, over the weekend, at some point, 72 hours was mentioned, and then it didn't happen immediately, and so people Mm -hmm. were like, WTF, come on, give us an answer.
1: I want to just kind of give my two cents on this. Sources in this thing have a lot of different motivating factors. It depends on who is talking to who. If you're talking to coaches and athletic directors, they may have an idea, but they likely don't have... A, a huge clear cut idea of what's happening because they are not the individuals that are voting. Right. You would hope that they're having conversations as a university, as a group, so that everyone is on the same page as we right. found that that is not the case. So I can't say that if you're talking to, and I'm just using Nebraska as, as an example, please do not go and say that like, I'm <laughs> saying this is what happened. I'm using Nebraska as an example. But if you go and ask Bill Moose, what have you been hearing? And Bill Moose says, I've been hearing some optimism. What I would assume from that conversation is that he has had good reports from Ronnie Green. Right. That's it. He is not actively in the decision-making room. So right. his information is secondhand. Right. Scott Frost, his information is secondhand. Yes. So it's not saying that their information is wrong. It's just that they're not a part of the like initial they're not conversation. In the,
0: they're not physically in the room.
1: Right. Right. I was about to do the Hamilton thing. Yeah. Again. It's just oh, going to oh, become a trend <laughs> every single week in the room where it happens. Um, and so if you're somebody who listens to this every week, which you should, you're now just going to like get so tired of me saying this, that you'll finally listen get to out Hamilton, your, or your Hamilton
0: bingo card. Yes. Remind um, your own podcast and mark it up.
1: Yep. I will <laughs> say on my way to record this podcast, I was talking with Brandon Vogel, our managing editor for mm-hmm. Hill varsity. And he said, um, diametrically opposed and that's a lyric in Hamilton. I was like, I have to stop you right there. And like completely derail the conversation. So my apologies to everyone when I do that to you. Um, and we're back. And we're back. It's just this, the sources thing is people think that this is political. And to a degree it is. But I want to be clear about what I mean with that. I'm not talking it's political in the sense of like Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. Right. Right it's political in the sense that you have 14 institutions who all have things that are motivating them. Right. Things that things that matter more or less to everyone and that is political in the sense of what that that word means. It's not yeah. it's not about elections.
0: Right. It's yeah, it's about one side with their information and their motivating factors and the things that they want to accomplish mm-hmm. versus 13 other institutions that have their own individual motivating yes. factors instead of circumstances, et cetera.
1: Now, we like, and I'm just totally projecting here, but like one university could hypothetically be sane right now. Uh, we'll vote for this, sure. But if we're going to have rapid testing for football, we would like to have rapid testing for all of our students on campus. Right. That that would be in a political motivation. Right. And what that means is not political in the sense of like a candidate versus a candidate. Right. It's political in the sense that this matters to us, but it might for not matter reason. to you. And so now we are coming to a head over if this can be done. Right. Everyone has things that motivate them. So it's just... It's it's just something that you have to be aware of that everyone is looking out for themselves and mm-hmm. to a degree we're kind of seeing source wars right where sources are going and I understand the frustration because there are people who are like well why are you allowing sources to go to be in the, to be anonymous and to say what they want to without going on the record, without telling people who they are? Why are the, why is the media allowing people to essentially like run them from this, from here to there, to right. here to there? And I actually do agree with some of that. And muddling up what the clear picture is. Yes. Yeah. But at the same time, as reporters, our job is to report the information that right. we are told. Now, I do want to just like give this one piece of context because it's important to me. I've seen some people I think have some misunderstanding of what anonymous sources are and it's okay. If you did not be, if you did not take journalism one hundred and one. and this is not me saying that like condescendingly, I'm just saying right. if you are not somebody who actively pursued journalism, you're not going to know this. Right. And I get that anonymous sources are not anonymous to the person that is reporting it. That person knows, knows the it source is. They're giving them a not. They're allowed to be anonymous in that sense because it allows that person to speak more candidly. It allows right. them to speak more openly and honestly without the fear of what may happen to them. Yeah, repercussion. Right. So, like, take Watergate. Watergate was essentially blown open because of anonymous sources, right? And people speaking off the record or speaking on background. So, here's your like little journalism thing. <laughs> if something is off the record, it means it cannot be it cannot be reported. Right. If it's on background, it can be report, it can be reported, but the person who told you has to remain nameless. Anonymous. Anonymous. you cannot you cannot share anyone's information that would point you to who it was. Right. If it's on the record, it's on it, the record. That person put their name. They don't care. Right. Um, in some cases, like you'll get an anonymous tip. And that is not something that you report. At least I would. Like, I I don't know any good journalists that would go report an anonymous tip without going and corroborating that information. Right. And typically when you do have an anonymous source that comes to you, if somebody, so if somebody came to me, and this is how it's worked everywhere I've worked, somebody came to me and said, I have a story for you, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to go on the record. I, I don't, you can go report it, but I'm not okay with you sharing my information. Who I am. I have to go get somebody else that will corroborate that story. Right, I have to have another person, at least another person. Right. Sometimes in, at least two, like two to two more people, like two to three sources. When it's off the record, is ideal. If you can get multiple people who tell you, yes, yes this happened. This is what has happened, and their stories are not conflicting. Then you're then you're good, right? Because um, then you're not just like running willy nilly with anything that
0: everyone comes at, at you with, you know? Like right, but that, that would be. It would be unethical.
1: Yes. And if somebody if somebody is doing that, I don't, I guess I don't know. I can't tell you for sure right. what any other reporter is or is not doing. Uh, I, would, I would hope that they're following journalistic ethics, um, the kind of the code of ethics, whatever those actually are. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I will be honest, there are people who are not doing that. And that has yeah. to be massively frustrating to a reader or to somebody consuming this. And that is why I've always said, check multiple, check multiple sources. If one person is reporting something, but no one else is look into that. There's a reason that that's happening.
0: And that's not just with this. This is with anything,
1: any story. Like if you see
0: something and you're like, well, I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. Do some homework. I always call it doing your homework. Like if it doesn't seem right to you and you're not seeing it anywhere else. Look it up. Yep. Do a little bit of research for yourself, for your own self-preservation.
1: Right. Because the thing is, is like in a world of like, I don't, I, I will be honest. I get really overly sensitive to this. So to everyone listening, I'm just telling you, it, it, it doesn't like hurt my feelings, but I just, I definitely give you a little bit of a side eye when you do it. I don't like when people go, I don't like the media because, Mm -hmm. I am the media, so right. I feel like when I see like friends and family making comments about how terrible the media is, and I'm like, excuse me, what about me? Hi. They're like, well, you don't count. I'm like, well, but now do, I'm though. even more offended. Right. Uh, yes, there are always going to be just like in any job, people who are not good at it, mm-hmm. people who make mistakes, people who mess up, people who don't do things right, people who do things, whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. Don't hold the entire, like, entire, like, you, we, we have to be able to, we have to be able to, like, see things, like, for what they are. So if if something seems bizarre, out of place, fishy, whatever word that you might use when you mm-hmm. see it, just look it up. Right. Look Chances
0: up. are if there's something like, if this is, like, an actual breaking news story, multiple, multiple outlets are going to have the same or similar information.
1: Yeah. And it, it's... It's just one of those things where I get it. It's hard, and especially I will be honest, as a member of the media, this has been just so draining. Trying to figure mm-hmm. out like what is what the heck is going
0: on, parsing through what's re- what 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 actually the hell is happening. Yes, yeah. my
1: brain just feels like it's going to explode at all times to the point where I have I have taken moments where I just shut things off and I go yep. do something and I almost feel guilty about it because I'm like, what if something's happening right now? Because mm-hmm. that's what it has felt like. I, I do not feel like I have had a break
0: yeah. in
1: weeks. So I've said this now multiple to multiple people. I really don't even care what the big 10 decides yeah. to do. Make a decision.
0: Just make one
1: say something cares. I, like, cancel, <laughs> I know a lot of people care. Cancel that. football forever for all. No, right. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Do not at me right now on Twitter, but just make some decision. Say something. Yes, because, I do like, have a
0: question about that, about that decision sports forever. No. Uh, Cause that's not realistic. <laughs> um, I do have a question because I was thinking about this earlier when this whole, whatever the hell is happening right now, like exploded. Do they have to, as a conference, have a unified front on that. Like, is it all of them play or none of them play? Is it okay if some of them play and some of them don't? Because I feel like when I my first gut reaction was, if they allow some teams to play and allow some teams to choose not to, I feel like that just furthers further muddles up and just adds like another onion layer mm-hmm. to this already piece of crap. <laughs> Thing that's happened. I shouldn't say piece of crap, but like this whole entire situation that's played out for over a month now.
1: Well, the, the big, I think it's fair. I think calling the big 10 situation a piece of crap is probably being kind <laughs> to the situation. Fire. Um, so what's interesting about that is that's honestly, and this is again, me just projecting. I, mm-hmm. I don't have the like insider info on this. No one I think really does, but it feels to me that there's a reason that there's a hang up. Yeah, there's something that is preventing everyone from like hopping on board and going yeehaw we're in and I don't know if that's the date because for the mm-hmm. record the date thing has been just so funny to me because it started as October 3rd and then it became October 10th, 10th and now it's around October 17th and I saw for the first time somebody offer up October 24th and it's just you're kicking the can at that point stop throwing arbitrary dates around right. now Halloween. yes yes i mean we have heard <laughs> that October 17th appears to be the date and there's a reason for it because the Big Ten, if they can start around the 17th, like I'm going to say around there, mm-hmm. you could have realistically eight weeks of play that allow you then to have a Big Ten championship and then be potentially eligible for the right. college football playoffs if you are named Ohio State. Right. So I get the timeline. I get why. I get it. I get it. But the thing that's, there's something that's holding this up. So even though everyone is saying like, oh, everyone felt optimistic and felt great about our meetings over the weekend, something is stopping them because right. if they felt that great, they would have voted. it.
0: Yeah, if if this would already there would be a decision made. Even, period.
1: Even if on Sunday they said this is amazing, loving everything, we'd like to go back to campus and have a quick couple of conversations right. with some people that we need to talk to you, but like let's circle back tomorrow. Right. It doesn't feel like that's what's happening here. Yeah. Especially because you now have all of these different people chiming in. So. uh, The chancellor for the University of Wisconsin, Rebecca Blank, she she came out earlier this week in a Mm -hmm. teleconference with reporters, essentially clearing up the rumor that some schools could move forward and some may opt out. Right. Now, we've heard everything from the Michigan schools to Maryland and Rutgers to Mm -hmm. Northwestern to Minnesota may opt out. I've heard upwards of half the conference, which then brings an entirely new set of questions of like, what do you do if seven teams opt out? So she comes out and says, basically, if there is a vote, and she she is a member of the council that votes, mm-hmm. to be clear, uh, that they would all, as a conference, move forward together. And her exact words were, this isn't going to be a school-by-school thing. So that mm-hmm. put to rest the idea that some may or may not opt out. Yeah. I need to know how Rutgers <laughs> gets there. Yeah, Because if you're somebody who's like, this is all politics, the one school that people have been hanging on in the last week is Rutgers because Rutgers was it their president, chancellor, somebody. Yeah. Somebody Um, basically came out and made a comment about, okay. It was the president Rutgers president. He Rutgers president, Jonathan Holloway. Thank you. He pushed back on the fact that president Trump got involved in any way with the big 10, right? He, he, he called it cheap politics yeah so whether or not you believe whether or not you are on the same page you believe the same thing as Rutgers president because he said it now everyone's like this is political right right so my my bigger thing is is how do you get Rutgers from that
0: to to agreeing to play yeah
1: how do you get there because that is a that is a big old canyon that you're trying to like right bridge there like that is that is not even like a a small little creek that you're like okay we're a little bit off in here like right. this is That's like pretty far off what you're on one's in california one's in new york and right. like you're trying to bridge that yeah this is this is a significant difference of beliefs here right so well and
0: the other the other thing too <laughs> the other you're like
1: literally listening to my brain break
0: the the other like layer to this beautiful Shrek onion that we have blooming here is the the fact that sorry you made me think of a blooming onion at,
1: like and I'm hungry. If anyone like Out hears back? like a rumbling in the background, it is my stomach. Okay, continue. It's I'm not back. a lawnmower. It's, I'm it's back. Aaron's stomach. Yes,
0: I'm back. Um, is the fact that they said they wouldn't revisit it like at right. all? Yeah. They, they- and I, I wonder like how much of like I wonder if this council and these and the people that were voting for this like are just like. Mm-hmm social media pressure to then revisit it. It's not even just social media. It's the schools. It's the teams. It's, you know, other, a lot of other people are involved. There's a lot of moving parts, Mm -hmm. but that was again, brought up the other day. Well, two days ago,
1: speaking of Wisconsin chancellor, Rebecca blank. So we don't even have the time to get into this, but at some point we will, the whole name image likeness thing and that whole thing that's happening right now. And, uh, I, hmm. Uh there's a US Senate committee hearing that's been happening and the quotes that have been coming out of it make me just want to like break into that room and be like hold up well actually like right. I, I would really like to well actually that room right. um but anyway the important part is Rebecca Blank Wisconsin Chancellor she made a comment in that meeting that the Big 10 she said her exact words were once we have answers to the, the to those issues we will try to plan a delayed season the issue she was talking about is the availability of testing and contact tracing and the need to learn more about that uh, my, myocarditis. Yeah. Ooh, if I just said that right for the you first did. time ever. Ooh. Ooh. Um, it's the heart condition that people are unfamiliar with that we have seen so many conflicting reports on. Mm-hmm. So she said, essentially, we need more information on that. We need availability of testing and the contract tracing. And once we have that, we can move forward. Right. Okay. Uh,
0: uh, that... That's a lot to happen. What is it? September today is the middle. We're in the middle of September.
1: It's, well, I mean, it kind of to me for a bunch of people, based on what Ted Carter is saying, that like tonight we're going to get some kind of announcement that like Big Ten play is happening. Right. Wisconsin's not sounding too confident here, and Wisconsin was one of the votes that I think that everyone thought would flipped. Right. So, to be clear, if you're somebody like what, what's it going to take? Two things here. First and foremost, it's nine votes. You mm-hmm. need nine votes. The last vote was three in yeah. favor of playing the season, and that was Ohio State, Iowa, and Nebraska. So that means you need to flip six votes. Yep. I, uh, Wisconsin was one of those that people were pretty confident in. Mm-hmm. Uh, her statement today doesn't sound overly confident. Uh, that 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 worries me to a degree of like, well, what does that mean?
0: The, what What happens then? So, I know this is probably. I'm just like almost a rhetorical question here, but like what happens if they don't have, if they do get majority, do they force the other schools that didn't want to play to play?
1: Well, so that's what I was going to say. So a bunch of people have come forward and said, if this happens, you have to come forward and say it's a unanimous vote. I think period. But here's the problem that I run into with this. The last time they said that, Mm -hmm. we all needed to know what the vote was. What the vote was, yep. So... Not, I hate this. <laughs> yep. So I well, first and foremost, you cannot say it was a unanimous vote if they vote to delay. Right. If they say nope, we're stand postponed. We're not doing anything. You cannot call that a unanimous vote because people well, will literally burn the big ten right. to the ground. <laughs> right. But if it if they vote to play, I feel like to technically be fair, you have to report that vote count because right. let's say it is nine nine to five. Right. Who are the five that are saying that they're not in? Um, Not because we need to go, like, shame them because- We don't need to know who, but I feel like if you already, like, you ended up releasing the vote
0: anyway because Mm -hmm. there was pressure to do so, I think that right out of the gate you just need to say this was what the vote was. Again, just to to even just stop a landslide of more crap flowing down the mountain.
1: I think if we've learned nothing else in this whole thing, just communication is- Yeah. Communication is just like so fundamental here. And something I did not say in our first episode, which if this is the first one that you're hopping in on, welcome. So happy that you're here. Uh, the first one is still very entertaining, if not slightly outdated, but I recommend you listen (laughs) to it. Uh, the one thing that I wish I would have said in that podcast was I made, I made some comments about how Jim Delaney was the like iron fist. He was mm-hmm. the, he ruled with the iron fist. And I had also said something along the lines of how I don't like to make comparisons between Jim Delaney and, and Kevin Warren. Right. I don't think that they're fair for two reasons. And I want to give a shout out to Brandon Vogel for reminding me this. First and foremost, they're just two different leaders. Yeah. They just are two different they people. They have two different styles that, of that's, leading. Yeah. That's okay. Like we all have things that make us the type of, worker the type of leader the type of friend family member whatever the things that make us go like us tick are what make us good at this or not good at this whatever mm-hmm. so the second point though with this is is there's just he has a very different level of experience right than Jim Delaney would have had going into this Kevin Warren is not only still probably figuring out everything he needs to know about his conference and the people that make it work mm-hmm. as he is through a pandemic. Like, there's so many things that, like, he's... We're, we're watching someone learn as they go. Right. Now that does not exonerate him from criticism. Right. I just hope that this is a Come learning... Come from a different
0: level of understanding, though, when thinking about what you just said, I think is all we're asking here.
1: Yeah, just if you're if you're angry with him maybe take a step back and say my anger is justified I have every right to feel upset that Mm -hmm. this thing is happening and I feel he could be doing better but my my point would just be take a step back and say could could this hopefully lead to a to it being better in the future like that's my hope. unfortunately we haven't seen the communication get Mm. (laughs) like for me the one thing he could do right now And I, again, I can't even take credit for this. Brandon Vogel said this, but I agree with it. And I have to say it here. If, if he just told people to cut the crap out. Yeah. Stop, stop. Like if, if you're Rebecca Blank or you're Ted Carter or you're anyone who has anything to do with any, stop talking to people. Right. Just go into the, go into the the situation and say like, I need y'all to, you can't do this anymore. You like, have to be quiet because you have to get this done. <laughs> and the more you go and in, talk to your sources and tell all this stuff and do this and I this. I feel and like this. it's
0: almost like making it a longer wait.
1: Yes. A longer
0: decision making process.
1: Yeah. Like just uh, shut it. I understand and allowing. Like go
0: into the room and listen to the stuff and do what you're supposed to do and just brr,
1: I understand trusting them and trusting your, your member institutions to like know what's best and to share what they feel is important. Mm -hmm. I get that. But in this case, you're doing nothing but just creating so much noise. Yeah.
0: You're creating chaos. That's unnecessary.
1: I'm not saying Kevin Warren needs to be the iron fist, (laughs) but in this case you need to get control of this because if, if if there isn't some kind of announcement soon, or if there is, and it's not what people want, Mm -hmm. or if it is what people want, but there's still some like, lack of clarity around it you got to get people to stop talking yep and i'm i'm all for like access to information that's not what i'm saying here yeah we're just not getting anywhere with the way it's functioning right now right and i think a big part of it is because you these meetings are ending and people are running off and telling other people what's happening in them and now it's becoming this lack of a better word shitstorm. yeah it's just, it,
0: it really is like we're on the top of shit mountain and it's like just crumbling slowly, but surely right beneath, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that people, once there is some kind of a decision, hopefully made soon, then you go talk, but mm-hmm. while all this other stuff is happening and you're still trying to come to a conclusion, why would that be the first thing that you're going to do? Shouldn't it be thinking and figuring out and <sighs> finding out how you make this happen or why it won't work? Also, why are With there only- so many
1: committees? The big 10 has like 40, 42 committees. And here's the funny thing is, it's like, I've had people who've asked me about these committees. I've had people who are like, Oh, what's this? And I'm like, "Well, see Bill Moose is on this committee, but then there's also the medical committee. And Oh, also like, so Bill Moose is on the scheduling committee, but apparently there's also a TV committee. Mm. And that's like I said, on top of medical. And then you have the like eight chancellors and presidents who were a part of the group that met Saturday, but then you have the one of all 14 that met Sunday. I've just named five separate committees. And then there's apparently another committee that includes some coaches in it for when the, return to play actually is like in place mm-hmm. and like how you make it happen do Clear, you do you need this many people involved right
0: are you wondering why we are where we're at right now maybe it's because down. there's 700 committees
1: what like i mean made up again, of like, like, all
0: different people are we
1: just trying to make people feel like okay you're getting an important job too don't right. worry about it like right. your your input is very much appreciated so like we're putting you on the tv committee. Right. like So if you've learned nothing else about this podcast, it's that no
0: one knows anything.
1: No. And I feel like, you know, I will say as a, as a journalist myself, it's very, um, it's very overwhelming to feel like I'm not able to provide more because journalism really, you know, we should be the flashlight. We should be the thing that is pointing the, like shining the light on these things and showing you what's happening. And I see so many people trying and I see so many people who are just trying to get pieces of information, but it's just such, it's, it's such a shit show. And it's funny because as I was watching football over the weekend and That is a whole separate thing as far as like what my feelings were as I was actually watching football. But I kept thinking as they were talking about the Big Ten, why is no one talking about the Pac 12? Right. And I'm not saying the Pac-12 is perfect here. I think part of it is just the Big Ten. Big Ten football is just a little bit of a different different experience than Pac 12 football. But that's also like would be unfair of me to say that Pac-12 fans don't care about sports. Right. So I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm not going to sit here and say that like people just don't care about what they're doing, but like there, there's a very fundamentally different, like,
0: yeah, I think the whole entire approach was different. It it seems like that's what it seems like at this point.
1: And they seem pretty confident in what they're saying. So the big 10 is having all of this hot mess city and they're like, like, well, we don't see ourselves playing until November at the earliest. Like they came out, I think a few days ago and made a comment of like, okay, if the big Ten's doing that, We still don't know if we can play until November. So that that was like it. There was no like further, like, we'll tell us why it was just like, okay, you told us what that, that you're doing this. I think they have just been more concise. Yeah. And there's less chatter. Yep. You're not hearing athletic directors and presidents and coaches coming out and being like, well, I heard this. It's just, it's when we get an update from the PAC 12, it's typically coming from the PAC 12. Yeah. And now this is a conference that people are like all over them about how much they're paying for their location in San Francisco. I mean, they're not perfect by any means right. and yet we're all just kind of like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You guys do you. I wonder what that's like. It sounds much more peaceful. No, although not, know. Probably not because they are also facing horrific wildfires in their yeah. areas. Yeah. So um, I also thought about that, even if they could return to play it's probably not possible for them right right now on a number of, for sure. Number of reasons. Um, Yeah, this I'm, I feel bad. (laughs) I feel bad for anyone who just wants answers because I will, we were talking about this a little bit before. This is so just, this is so heavy. This is so much for mental health to spend this much time Mm. online, trying Mm -hmm. to make sense of everything. And in general, yeah. yeah, I. I mean, we are all at home more. We're mm-hmm. spending more times on more time on our phones. I think the misinformation is heavier and more prominent than ever. And it's not just specific to this. I'm talking across the board. It, yeah, it's just the amount of fake news and anger and yelling and hatefulness and just like it's just vile. Mm-hmm. It. It's. I just. Don't know how anyone can spend significant amount of time on I, social media right now, unless I it's TikTok, because that's a different, uh, <laughs>
0: different, different, different place. That's like f- funny, you know. Like it just blows my mind how I've always felt like Twitter is like really fast about like spreading good information, bad information, information in general. Mm-hmm. So the second anything happens with Nebraska, like the first place you want to go or don't want to (laughs) go is Twitter because all that information screenshot tweets and then go share it on Facebook. It just, um, I think that we all need to take a second to recognize maybe when those feelings of just like absolute anger come forward, like what's really going on with us Mm -hmm. as like personally. Right. This has been a really, really, really long year of uncertainty and experiencing things that a lot of us have never experienced before. Having to be home all the time, working from home, not being able to go anywhere.
1: Canceling big events, postponing events. um, The things that you look forward to. Yeah. uh, Just, I mean, just things that like are good for your mental health that get you away from a lot of this.
0: All your escapes have been taken away.
1: Yes. So
0: like I get why you're pissed. I totally get it. I think we all, to a certain extent, at some point, either in, during our day, during our week, whatever, experience that point where we're just like, "Ah, I get it, man." But I don't think that I don't think that then spending more time on the internet, seeking out things to maybe I don't know. Sometimes it seems like people are just like sitting, waiting to pounce on somebody else for something or other. Yeah, doesn't have to be football. It doesn't have to be anything in particular. Just like waiting to like take your pent up rage out on other people. <laughs> it sometimes seems like.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've just noticed more and more lately that people that I have really enjoyed on Twitter. I actually saw somebody that I follow the other day say uh, she feels like her time on Twitter is coming to an end because mm-hmm. she's just not there's things she enjoys about it, but it's just, it's starting to become too much. And I felt that, but for me, I, I still really appreciate what Twitter can be and what social media can be. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just, I think it's really important for all of us. And the thing is, is like, first and foremost, so those of you who've been listening to this podcast and who have joined us, so many of you have left really nice comments. Uh, you've tweeted at us, you've, we've gotten, you know, an amazing email from, a listener who had his daughter who mm-hmm. was listening with him, we have received um, ratings that are so kind. And so like, thank you so much. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not in any way assuming that like every single one of no. you is going to love us. And I don't expect you to, but the thing I, I realize is we do often, um, we do often attract what we put out. And mm-hmm. so I hope that we are bringing people here who, Feel good when they're Mm -hmm. done listening to this podcast. I hope that you, uh, at least, even if like we don't agree on everything, you at least walk away feeling a sense of like not rage, but more just like okay, I'm not alone in all of this. Uh, My confusion over the Big Ten is the same as their confusion. We're all sitting in the same flaming dumpster. Yeah, and (laughs) you know, and I, I, I think when I say to whomever is listening to this, just be kind to yourself, but be kind to others. Remember mm-hmm. the people behind uh, every account that you interact with, whether it's a brand or an, a personal account, that's a real person there. Yeah. I'm not really all that worried about any of you. I assume if you're here, you're probably a pretty good person yeah. because like I said, I I hope that we put some good vibes out into the universe and that has attracted you here. Yeah. <laughs> but if, if not, if you're somebody who has found yourself yelling on the internet, maybe just like, reflect on it for half a second because that's not good for you it's not good for others yeah um and that's not to say don't use social media when it needs i actually was really proud i saw a friend of mine she had a really like poor like experience with something and they weren't responding as far as customer service was mm-hmm. concerned. And she used Twitter, which I'm always super hesitant to use Yeah, Twitter in that way, but she used it in such a great way. She was like, Hey, really respect the person behind this. Know that it's not your decision, but here's my issue and I can't get anyone's help. Can yeah. you guys help me here? And I was like, Hey, that was a really, right. really great way of like saying you messed hey. up, but I need some help here. And I'm not also going to yell at you in the right. process.
0: I think that the one thing I do always want to s- tell people is, like, if you can't find yourself being able to, pra- like, practice patience and kindness for- with other people, at least practice patience and kindness with yourself, mm-hmm. especially right Please now. Do. Like, we're all going through it, man. Like, we are all going through it. But if you practice some patience and kindness with yourself, you might see your attitude change on other things.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, if you're somebody who, who is like... That's great, Sasha and Aaron. I really appreciate that. I just want to know what the Big Ten is doing. (laughs) Well, apparently, again, saying this, that by the time you listen to this, literally anything is possible. Apparently, from the Wisconsin side of things, which this is just amazingly ironic considering what I have told you throughout this podcast, (laughs) um, but apparently the news that Nebraska President Ted Carter leaked earlier was true. The Big Ten is The votes are in. It's done. They will announce as a conference their plan for 2020 football at some point. Apparently by the end of Tuesday. So by the time you are listening to this, you may know I'm going to assume. I'm going to go out on a limb and still say it's probably going to be confusing. Right. <laughs> like you I might be listening just, to this being like, no, but seriously, still, what is going on? Title this
0: podcast, you might know something. <laughs>
1: you might know something or what is going on. Because yep. the answer is. What the
0: hell is happening?
1: Um, And funny enough is Ohio State has now tweeted a video of their football players putting on pads and all this stuff. Oh so, boy. Well, here we go. We I might guess, know something and maybe we won't. Here's the thing. When you listen to this, I'm going to be really excited alongside with alongside you just for whatever it means. Yeah. Because uh, honestly, You'll like I told you, other. I don't care anymore. <laughs> no, I do. I do care. I just want to know where do I need to be? When do I need to show up? And preferably, I would like the Big Ten to tell me it, what's happening because this is a very like personal reason. But... Sideline fashion means a great deal to me. If I'm going to be at Memorial Stadium at any point this fall, I would like to know, and I have to tell you why. Um, I have some Old Navy super cash I need to spend. Should I be spending that on more joggers and things that I wear at home? Or should I be investing in, you know, real pants? <laughs> so um, if the Big Ten could just give me a heads up on how to, per- like, how to move forward with yes. my fall fashion, I would appreciate that. Yes. I would appreciate it. Maybe you'll know. I, who knows now Later today the one thing we did say every week we're going to give something to challenge this week is not as as well it's it could be i don't know yeah. um i'm going to do this i have netflix i have netflix so i'm gonna watch this because you have my husband plays
0: hockey at night oh, so i have time okay to watch this
1: before next week So kind of going alongside everything that we've talked about in this podcast, like sincerely. Yes. There is a new documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. Uh, I watched the preview for it. It's essentially they found previous executives for all of your major social networks, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, which some of these are the same. Like Instagram is owned by Facebook, whatever. Mm -hmm. But anyway, the whole point of the documentary is to sort of shine a light on what social media is doing to us what it, what it has created and what the people behind it feel like we're up against. Yeah. And here's just a piece of a review from a tweet that was sent to me. This individual watched the social network on social network, the social dilemma Mm -hmm. on Netflix and said the most chilling moment was this. The question was asked, what worries you the most? And an ex Facebook executive said in the shortest time horizon, civil war. So let that like, let's all go watch this. And I have, I have had somebody else who watched it and said it's, it's heavy, but it's, it's still, it's still really good. Yeah. But it's, I hope if we can all watch this, it gives us some perspective, even as somebody who's a huge advocate for social media. I think we all really need to have a moment of reflection of what this, what this beast that we have created can do for us and to us Yes. and what it is doing for us and to us. And then after you watch it with us
0: in this next, we give you seven days from the second that you, that this podcast drops to watch it and then email us at mindyourownpodcast at hailvarsity.com and tell us what you thought of it. And we'll maybe we'll read some of those emails next week and we'll share our, our thoughts on what we watched.
1: Yeah. And also, like, if you use that email, let us know what you are feeling around everything with yeah. um, Big Ten football. I'd love to hear some thoughts. How's your shit mountain going? Yeah. How, how have you felt? Like by the time you're listening to this, I assume there's an answer. I don't know. Um, and honestly, if there is an answer, I don't know if that's going to stick. Like we don't know what's yeah. happening. Yeah. Like I feel as confident that any decision will actually happen. I'm, I'm literally, I will believe it when I see people on a football field. Agreed. So yeah. just tell me how you're feeling. I'm curious. Yeah. We'd you, love to hear from you. I would, I, I just would love to like get some feedback to see if like, we can't be the only ones who feel this way. Well, no, I know we're not because I see you all yelling on Twitter. <laughs> just come, come commiserate with yes, us. Yes. Yes. But I will say three weeks into the show, we really, really appreciate you joining us. Yes. I've had so much fun. Uh, I've really enjoyed hearing from you and please keep, please keep that up. Yeah, You can tweet at me, at Aaron Sorensen, on Twitter, uh, at Sasha72. Um, I'm not giving out your Instagram handle just yet. <laughs> yeah, don't do no. that. But you can also tweet at HaleVersi if you'd rather tweet there. It doesn't matter. Somebody will respond to you. Yep. But thank you so much for joining us so far.
0: Yes. Hopefully, yes, for you.
1: everyone's sake, we have some answers.
0: I really hope so.
1: Maybe, like, then it won't
0: be so heavy and we won't have to feel so helpless
1: <laughs> next yeah. week. This is so funny as we end this podcast, and I'm just watching Twitter just go crazy with all of the new news of apparently it's a done deal. Maybe we'll know. Well, I I guess play ball? Yeah. Question mark? See you next week. See you next Wednesday. (laughs)